Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary adventure through Walt Disney World. But before we get started, I just need to remind you that this week's episode is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, the experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. If you like us and you want to support our content, please consider using Dreams Unlimited Travel when booking your next vacation. You can get extra information plus a free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Also, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us those positive ratings and reviews. Now, on with the show. This week has been a really challenging week in terms of Disney dining because it is extremely busy at Walt Disney World. Annual pass holders have been out of luck in terms of getting park reservations all week. You needed to book them well in advance, and it's been far worse for guests who are staying at one of the resort hotels or guests just coming up and and buying day tickets. You haven't been able to buy day tickets all week, and that's also into next week and I believe the week after. And the same goes for the hotels. If you booked a last-second hotel thinking you'd be able to get into the theme parks that way, you are out of luck. It is very, very busy here. I did not plan ahead for this week being so busy. And, you know, granted, I don't really want to be in a park when it's that busy anyways, but I didn't plan ahead. And I've been locked out of the theme parks all week because of that. And I, I don't know when the last time this has happened. It's It's been years and years that uh, if the parks have been open, I've been in at least the parks once a week. So it, I'm just I'm trying to figure it all out for myself emotionally, mentally. And I will be getting in next week. I made sure that I already had my park reservation set, but it didn't, it did impact us in terms of getting extra dining reviews out. But we didn't go without any dining reviews this week because luckily I, I was able to, to see the calendar ahead of time and be like, okay, I'm not going into the parks all week. So I need to film a bunch on one single day. And I did that. And uh, luckily, I only had to release one this week, though, because in terms of YouTube, we had two extra two extra videos go out this week that also helped fill the need for reviews. And as I'm sitting here saying this now, I was so focused on theme parks, I could have went to the hotels. I could have went to Disney Springs and recorded some reviews. So now I just feel silly that I've been avoiding those places when I could have actually went in and filmed extra reviews, but there, there's still time for that. I will, I will make sure that I throw that in there. But overall, what I was trying to get out with all of this is we only actually have one new review for you on this week's show, and it is a fun one. It comes courtesy of me. And uh, besides that, we are going to be filling this show with three old reviews too. So I know it's not exciting. You may have already watched them on YouTube, but for you listeners out there, it will be new content for you. So I hope you do enjoy it. But I also want to make sure that I mentioned that you saw it as a bonus episode in the feed earlier this week. Uh, there was an episode of the DVC show that also focused on dining at DVC resorts. So we went ahead and posted it in the audio feed here for the Disney dining show, as well as on YouTube. You could watch it there. But we do have an exclusive video on the Disney dining show 
show channel that I wanted to point out. It is, uh, it's a video of Denny making one of her Saturday snacks items. And I'm not going to try to say the name because I'm going to uh, very much butcher it, but the cheese bread that she made a while back for her Saturday Snacks articles that you can find at WDWinfo.com. She made a video version of it that it really doesn't translate into audio, so that's why I'm not going to to play it at all. It's really a visual thing, but it is there at YouTube.com slash Disney Dining for you to check out if you're interested, and I highly recommend that you do. So, That being said, let's get on with the reviews finally, and our first review, again, comes courtesy of me, at the Magic Kingdom. That's where I stacked up all my reviews. This is another snack review. A little bit more on the dessert side, though, because, well, I'm having another classic snack item, the Cheshire Cattail. So let's go ahead and listen to it. Why am I here at Magic Kingdom for a dining review? Well, I am continuing my look at the classic snacks at the Walt Disney World theme parks, and I started this by getting the carrot cake cookie over in Disney's Hollywood Studios, which, of course, I gave a big thumbs up to. But now I am here for another classic snack, one that I love. We've reviewed it before. It's been a while, though, so I'm excited to, to get back to reviewing it again. No, it's not Dole Whip. It's, uh, it's another very popular snack here. Uh, what is it? Well, like other reviews I do, I don't know why I'm acting like it's a surprise, because you've either seen the thumbnails, you've read the descriptions, read the titles, so you already know. It is the Cheshire Cafe Cattail today. That's what I'm, I'm going to be snacking on. $5.49, usually available at the Cheshire Cafe, but of course it's still currently closed, but you can pick it up at Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe for the time being. And what is the Cheshire Cafe Cattail? If you've never had it before, it's basically like a long chocolate Danish, and then it's garnished with this beautiful, beautiful stripes of kind of purplish pink and and blue and it's just it's a gorgeous gorgeous dessert and who doesn't like a a good flaky croissant danish style with chocolate and on a really really warm day in magic kingdom this dish is fantastic because not only is it always good but then when it's sitting in the sun for a little bit the sun will start to melt it and make it gooey and just melty and you know some people might say it's gross it definitely turns into one of those desserts that you wish you had a a knife and fork for and uh, luckily it's not super hot today so i should be fine just eating it by hand but i'm excited for it it looks tasty so i am gonna go in for my first bite here not the best one of these i've ever had I'm not going to lie at all. It almost feels like it's slightly stale. And I've not really had that before with a cattail. It's it's usually it feels fresh. But it is still flaky. And the chocolate's delicious in it. You know, it still tastes good. It's a texture, but something's a little off on this one. It's just... It's not my best one by any stretch. Still really delicious, but, you know... I usually I finish one of these always wanting a big glass of milk which I wish I had right now but usually I'll finish one of these and you know once the the sugar high wears down and the chocolate goes away from my brain 
I'm like, you know what? I could really use another cattail. And then I instantly want one. But today, no, not so much. It's, uh, it's just, you know, it's okay. It's okay. So a little sad, a little disappointed with it. But there still might be some redemption with this. And I'll get to that in just a second, but I've got to get another bite. Where's the redemption coming from here? Well, when I picked up my Cheshire Cafe cattail, the cast member also handed me one more bag with extra items in there as uh, as a kind gesture. She really didn't have to do that, but it was it was a super nice surprise. I had no idea what was going on until I walked away. But yeah, then it dawned on me later that she said that she was also throwing on the s'mores and well that's the surprise i also have a bag of the s'mores that they offer as a dessert from cosmic ray starlight cafe so the s'more it looks kind of like a oversized pop tart uh you know a sort of hand pie a puff with definitely chocolate on the inside and it comes in a nice little white bag and there's two s'mores in there so uh definitely cool and it normally costs $3.99 again the cast member threw this in here so I'm not necessarily reviewing it because I didn't pay for it but I'm obviously going to eat it and share my thoughts on it so yeah I can't I can't pass up the opportunity so let's give it a bite this just earned a holy crap on a cow from Craig Williams here this dessert is awesome and it absolutely blew away the cattail a thousand percent. Uh, the, the outside of the s'more here, the, it's got that graham cracker flavor to it. It's crumbly. It's, it's soft. It's really, really, really nice. And then it just it melts right in your mouth as you're eating it. And then as you can see on the inside, or if you're listening, you can't, but trust me on this, a big, big layer of marshmallow, a super big layer of marshmallow, and then just a nice thin layer of chocolate in this. So it's like, for me, it's the perfect ratio. I like chocolate on certain occasions. Today's one of those days, hence why I got the cattail, and I'm willing to eat this. But normally, I'm, I'm not a super heavy chocolate guy, but because the marshmallow is the dominant flavor in this s'more, I am... I am so happy. This is really, really tasty. It's even a little bit warm. I'm not sure, again, if that's because of how it's kept in a container at Cosmic Rays or if it's because it was sitting out here in the sun a little bit for me. But uh, this is essentially the equivalent of, like, a warmed-up s'mores Pop-Tart if it was homemade. And that's really good because s'mores are probably one of my favorite variants of Pop-Tarts, if not my favorite. I know there's and no nutritional value with it, but it's just tasty. And this is really tasty, too. So, uh, Cheshire Cafe Cattail, you know, I think it's a classic. I think you should try it. I wish I could give it a bigger endorsement based on the one I had today, but I just can't. The s'mores, though, it's a it's very surprised by this. Very happy as well, too. So, keep an eye on the s'mores if you you come to Magic Kingdom and go to Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. I think it's it's worth grabbing. But that's going to do it for this dining review. 
that's it, according to me. And I want the s'mores so bad. It was so, so good. And yeah, I'd even take another Cheshire Cattail. But I will say a lot of people on YouTube told me that their Cheshire Cattails lately have also been on the stale side. So maybe it's just worth not getting it until it's back at the Cheshire Cafe. But at the same time, I don't want to not get it. And then they're like, oh, well, it didn't really sell that well right now. So maybe it's time to rethink of another classic dessert for this area. I don't want that at all because it is very, very delicious. I'm just so torn. I'm, I, I don't know what to do. And that's okay. I'm not always here to have all of the answers, but delicious, delicious stuff. And uh, that's also a good way to describe everything else that I have coming this episode. And the next one is a really good one because this is from back in December. I went to Woody's Lunchbox and I ate a lot. In one sitting, I had the grilled cheese, I had the tachos, and I also had a lunchbox tart. I had a whole heck of a lot. So I'm going to combine those reviews together all into one because they're released as multiple videos, but I'm going to smash it all together in one, and we are going to call it my mega review from Woody's Lunchbox. And I hope you truly enjoy it. Hello, everyone. It's Craig here at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Toy Story Land. And on this Disney dining show, I am eating at Woody's Lunchbox for the first time since it reopened. Reopened uh, two weeks ago now, I think. And it's my first time getting to try it out. I haven't done a proper review of this in about two years, I think, now. Uh, since basically when Toy Story Land opened, so I'm very excited. I've already mobile ordered my food. I have to just go pick it up now and get started. I am now sitting down with my food and it's a, honestly, it was a very easy process like all the other uh, mobile ordering locations here at Walt Disney World. The one thing I do want to point out is the seating area here is so small and a lot of people want to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. So while most places you can get a return time to come back pretty immediately, from when you want to eat and when you're looking at the mobile order menu and such, you know, it's it's typically like within five minutes or right now that you can go and get your food with Woody's Lunchbox. It actually, uh, it took me about an hour, uh, maybe an hour and a half to actually get a window from when I really wanted to eat. So I'm now starving because I had to wait so long, but uh, it's just that there's not a lot of, a lot of space here. So even once you do get your food, you might be standing at a table instead of sitting down at an actual table. So just keep that in mind. But since I'm here by myself, I wanted to try to get, uh, you know, a couple options instead of just getting like one sandwich and calling a day, a day on that. I wanted to get a bigger scope of the menu. So I'm gonna really uh, shove my face full today. And the first thing I'm going to try out is the the grilled cheese that's here it is a three cheese grilled cheese sandwich it's $8.99 comes with one side the cheese is melted on it we have provolone we have american and we have cheddar it's on sourdough uh sourdough bread and then for the the sides you have a variety of choices i ultimately went with the tomato soup dipper but you know i could have got the potato barrels if i really wanted to and you know, of all the items that is available here at Woody's Lunchbox, I think I hear more people talking about the grilled cheese than anything. 
And I believe when I did the original review here, I wanna say I got the brisket. I probably took a bite of this, but I don't know if I've ever actually had my own full sandwich of this. So here we go. I understand why people love this sandwich. It is delectable. The amount of butter and garlic that is just like coated on the bun, you know, it's nice and toasty and uh, it's not burnt in any ways. It's, it's literally a grilled cheese that's cooked perfectly. But yeah, that butter and garlic is kicking. And then the three cheeses, they all just complement each other so perfectly. You know, none, none of the cheeses stand out above the rest. They all just work in harmony together. It's really beautiful. I do say so myself. But now I'm gonna do a bite with the actual tomato soup dipper. The tomato soup dipper here is just okay. You know, it actually, it serves the sandwich well and it really does work with the sandwich. Uh, you know, but it's just too close to like a tomato sauce for me. It's, yes, it is soup consistency, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to throw this on spaghetti and serve it as an actual spaghetti sauce. It just, it you know, it, it's got that good tomato flavor. It's got, it's got the basil popping out through. It's not overly salty or anything. It's just, you know, it's, it's one step away from being pasta sauce for people who aren't picky about pasta sauce. So it's nothing to write home about. And you know, I like, I like grilled cheese with tomato soup. So I wish it was a little bit better but it's so good. And if you're like me and also got tachos on the side, then you probably don't want potato barrels as your side with a sandwich if you got a sandwich too. You want you want something like soup. So yeah, that's a surprise of what, what else I have here waiting for me, the tachos. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this in order because my OCD is going crazy today. I'm gonna finish my sandwich and then I'll get to work on those tachos. It is tacho time. This is a way bigger bowl than I remembered for $8.99. But again, I am starving, so I'm going to eat every last bite of this. And what is the tachos here at Woody's Lunchbox? We have potato barrels. We have bean and beef chili on top. Then we have shredded cheese. We've got queso with tomatoes on it, corn chips, a dollop of sour cream, and green onions. And I believe I covered everything there just a massive portion and if you're like me and the rest of the world you don't call them potato barrels you call them tater tots but i guess that's like a trademark name or something i don't know i think i've read that one point in time but regardless i'll call them barrels today if i have to i just don't want to but i feel like i got a good amount of everything in this first bite so here goes nothing the tachos here are just as good as I remember them from way back. You know, it, it's just got the right amount of ingredients in here, making it a big sloppy mess, just like just like anything with chili cheese should actually be. Um, you know, the barrels are a little undercooked, I guess you could say, so they've gotten pretty soggy with the, the chili sitting on top of it, but, uh, you know, it's... It's one of those things that happens a lot when you smother a potato dish with anything wet. You'll, unless it's really, really, really overcooked, you're gonna have a problem a lot of times. And, you know, I would rather, I guess, have soggy potatoes than 
than really over crisp and burnt ones that I have to like really chew through. So I think I'm actually, I'm happier with it being soggy, but the texture doesn't bother me as much as it might bother other people. The one surprising thing about this dish is that you would think with everything that's going into it, it has the potential to be like overly salty. And, and it's just not actually. It's, it's a really nice balance of flavors. The chili has just a slight bit of heat to it in terms of spiciness. It's not overwhelming. It's not a spicy chili by any means, but there's, you know, it, there's a noticeable presence of, of that chili powder there. So I, I appreciate that. And the sour cream's there to kind of cool it down a little bit, if, if that is a problem for you. But I think the star of it, and it's sad because there's very little of it actually on here, is the queso. I, I really, I'm really digging the queso. I had a, a couple tots at the bottom that were just drenched in queso and wasn't really evenly distributed everywhere. And those bites, those bites are the best. And I just, I love this. It is, it is just comfort food at its finest. And also very easy to replicate at home like a grilled cheese sandwich is too i mean that's not difficult but the tachos these are very easy to make at home and on top of that then you can also mess around with different ingredients you don't have to just necessarily have uh chili cheese tachos tachos can be whatever you want they're your nacho style tots i like these ones though i do i'm all finished i ate it all i I literally ate it all. It's gone. And then, just to really prove it, it's gone. I didn't hide it in my backpack or anything. Now I don't want to give you the idea I did that. No, it's all in my belly right now. Uh, I am very full, and I, I knew this wasn't going to be a surprise, but I still love Woody's Lunchbox. It's, it's tough now with, with Galaxy's Edge being open, deciding what my favorite quick service meal is here at Hollywood Studios. Is it getting a Ronto wrap at Ronto Roasters? Is it having something at Docking Bay 7? I don't know. It might even just be this. It's simple food. It's easy. They have the brisket melt. That's $12.99. The three cheese sandwich I had for $8.99. Uh, there's also a turkey sandwich for $9.99. So everything is fairly priced and, and there's lots of different options for different people. There's even plant-based food here. There's uh, plant-based tachos, which I probably should have got instead of the regular ones just to try it out. But next time, we'll get, we'll get it another time and uh, give it a whirl. But there's plant-based tachos. There's a plant-based cheddar sandwich. Sorry, I almost said cheddar. I don't know what that is, but a plant-based cheddar sandwich. So you can even have your plant-based grilled cheese here as well, too. So lots of options at really good prices. And then you even have desserts, too. Uh, you have the the lunchbox tarts, which I'm going to do a separate video of, a quick take on that, so you'll have to look for that really soon, but overall, I just couldn't recommend Woody's Lunchbox enough. Yes, it might be a little bit of a wait to get here right now, get inside and actually get your food, and I wish there was more seating. It's just not possible with having to spread out, though, but once you get in here, you get your food. It just, it doesn't let you down, and again, it's a great bang for the buck. It is reasonably priced with the three things I ordered. Altogether, it was $23. So even if, you know, I could have split this meal with my wife. And if I would have done that uh, for, you know, basically $11, $12 each of us to be able to have this meal, that's that's not bad at all. So I give it uh, my, my biggest recommendation if you're here at Disney's Hollywood Studios.
I am very excited for this dessert. If you've been following along, you might have seen a recent review I did from Woody's Lunchbox here inside Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and I had a nice full meal, but I wanted to save my dessert for a separate video, and that is because it's a very important dessert. It is the Lunchbox Tart. Yes, it is the most cute and adorable dessert here in Toy Story Land. I think it's the only one, to be quite honest with you, so that also makes that easier, but one of the, the cutest ones in Hollywood Studios too. So for $4.29, you get your lunchbox tart. There's lemon filling on the inside. We have blueberry, uh, blueberry frosting here on the outside. It's your grown-up Pop-Tart that's honestly probably a lot better for you than actual Pop-Tarts, but probably still not healthy at the same time too. So uh, I have not had this actual variety. At least I can't remember it. I know I've had uh, some of the other ones that they've, they've done, but I don't believe I've actually ever decided to, to do this one. So uh, I'm in for a ride and well, here goes nothing. I am just slightly confused. Maybe I read it wrong, but I was pretty sure that it said it was supposed to be lemon blueberry. And it was supposed to be lemon filling on the inside. But that's definitely uh, not lemon colored. The little pearls on top have a lemon flavor to them but not the actual tart on the inside. Still, I really enjoy it. I was hoping for more lemon. I love lemon. And I like lemon blueberry. And I like blueberry, I like it all. And you know what, for $4, it's a nice little hefty snack. And it has the appearance of seeming somewhat healthy since, you know, fruit. But of course we know that's just a complete lie. So yeah, you know what? I'll lie to myself for today at least, but overall, even with me being surprised about a lack of lemon and extra blueberry, I still recommend it. I think it's really delicious. If I had my way, I could review Woody's Lunchbox over and over and over again. We all know how much I love Ronto wraps and the food in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Docking Bay 7, everything. I love, I love it all. But I don't know if it matches up with the simplicity of the food from Woody's Lunchbox. Every now and then, you just want a really well-made grilled cheese. And that's exactly what you can get from Woody's Lunchbox, plus more. And I love it. And I've still been recreating the grilled cheese at home and haven't perfected it yet. But one day I will. And I'll get there. I'll get there. But... Let's move on to our last and final review. This one comes courtesy of Fiasco and his wife. And they sat down and they had lunch at... Where did they have lunch at? It was at Geyser Point at Wilderness Lodge. I already clearly forgot what they did. It's been a long time since I've listened to this review. So I'm going to be listening to it right along with you. But I know, I know there's always a lot of praise about about what's it called again? Already forgot. About Geyser Point. I know there's always a lot of praise from our team about Geyser Point, so we'll see if Fiasco felt the same way as we usually do when we talk about it. 
Hey everybody, Fiasco and Haley here at Disney's Wilderness Lodge to have a late lunch at Geyser Point. But I'm, I'm really excited to get to eat here today. I'm so excited. This is one of my absolute favorite places to eat. Quick service. It's it's fantastic. I get corrected on that all the time too because I do call it quick service because yeah. it's quick service prices. You actually are being waited on. Right. And the, it really is quick service prices though. And we'll talk about that more in the future after we get our food and talk about what, what we actually paid for it. Yes. But um, the value here is just fantastic. It's, it's amazing, honestly. Also the views, I mean. Some of the best in the house. I do absolutely love sitting near the water, just enjoying my food. Who doesn't? Yeah, and right now it's a nice crisp air, about oh, 60 degrees. Yes. It feels like fall, I'm so, so excited. As you're walking outside, two guys are point that crisp, Cold Breeze. wind is our, is our, is cat, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> is carrying the smell of the food to you. So it's like we're cartoon characters being picked up by the scent of bison food. burgers and brought into the restaurant. So he, he explained it perfectly. Let's get to it now. Let's go. So normally when I come here, I am definitely a turkey sandwich guy. That's always what I get. But this time I thought I should review the bison burger because I know that's what you guys really want to hear about. And last time we did this review, I actually reviewed the turkey sandwich. So this time the bison burger, it is, and this is a burger. You have the onion strings, you have the bacon, you have the berry jam. It's just a lot of different flavors going on in this burger. The bacon's really crispy. The onion strings are salty and you got that nice fried flavor. The jam adds like a nice warm, a, a nice warm fruity flavor to it, but it all goes together really, really nice. Uh, I got this prepared medium well, uh, and the burger was still super juicy. This is like, I'm not even a huge burger person. You really are. I'm really not. Like, it's not something that I would normally choose, but turkey sandwich is, is by far and beyond my go-to for handhelds. But this is a burger, man. I'm telling you, this is one of the best burgers that I've really ever had. Um, so you don't even eat a lot of burgers, but I, no. I can I can give you, I can vouch for you because it really, really looks so good. I didn't get a burger, but I was watching him eat his burger and I was like, oh, that, that looks really good. And I mean, this is $16, um, which for a burger might seem like a lot to you, but trust me, it is worth every single penny. And I mean, you're at Walt Disney World, where I mean, you can go to Planet Hollywood and spend 24 bucks on a burger. And um, this is better than any burger that I've ever had at Planet Hollywood. Just gonna say it, just gonna say it outright. This is hands down better than any burger I've had at Planet Hollywood. Along with the burger, you have those waffle fries, those crispy, crunchy waffle fries. I was dipping those in the jam as well, and it was just also a great match. Can't get enough of it. But Haley, what did you get? All right, so I got the grilled portobello salad with grilled chicken. They also have a salmon option and a steak option, and then also a vegetarian option. So for the chicken, I got the grilled portobello, zucchini, roasted red peppers, tomato, um, some quinoa, and some goat cheese. And overall, this is a really delicious salad. Um, it was, it had a lot of flavor in it, which I really liked. So sometimes salads can be boring, but this was good. It was drenched in some balsamic. Definitely the goat cheese was so good. So it made it really creamy and tangy together. Excuse me. Sorry. And then I also did steal some of his um, yeah. berry sauce. It's called Marion. Jacked it right off my plate. A Marion berry sauce. I'm so sorry in advance if I didn't pronounce that right. I know someone's going to correct me and it's totally fine. Please do. Um, 
But yeah, it was very good. I really liked it. I highly recommend it. And you can even get it without the meat. I don't know. It's, yeah. It was just a really good salad. And that was 14 with the chicken. And if you wanted it without chicken, it was 10 $10. That's a crazy deal. That's, that's just, good. That's an amazing deal. Um, but yeah, I needed the grilled chicken. It just made it so much better. And definitely ask for a side of the Marion berry sauce with it. And it just makes it very sweet. And it's, it's like a raspberry vinaigrette. And it was delicious. Yeah, I mean, we rant and rave about Geyser Point all the time. If you're a frequent watcher of the DVC show, we're always talking about it. And, and really, it's this is why. I mean, personally, my own opinion, um, you can let us know the comments down below what your opinion is and your impressions of Geyser Point are. But I personally think this is probably the single-handed best bang for your buck at Walt Disney I World. I agree. And I just... And another thing, sorry if I interrupted yeah, you. Another fine. thing is like you're getting the most amazing view as you can see behind us, and mm -hmm. like we were, the sun's going down a little bit, and it was just perfect. It was so nice. I don't know. I love it here. It just gives me really good vibes. Yeah, I mean the food that you're getting for the price that you're paying, I think it's the best value for the quality of the food that you're getting, uh, as well. Yeah, like you said, it's just the one of the best views in the house too. Yes. Like you're just looking out on the lake. It's just beautiful. It's so peaceful here. Um, one time I took my older sister here and she was just like blown away because she's never even been here. And she's like, this is amazing. The yeah. food is so, you know, it's perfectly priced, I think. And you're getting an incredible view and comfy seats. I don't know. I love this place. I always have and I think I always will. And I mean, another thing to mention right now is outdoor seating is more important than ever. Mm -hmm. And yes. the entire place is outdoor seating. So you're not going to, if if you're getting a table here, it's going to be outdoor seating. And that's amazing. And you got that right away. You don't yeah. have to worry or stress about, you know, if there's any room indoors, everything is outdoors. So you're, you know, doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> so that is going to conclude it for our review here at Geyser Point. Obviously a very positive one. Four thumbs up. I can hold up one. Haley can hold up two. And I can't hold up the other one because it's holding the camera. I'm glad they had a great experience at Geyser Point. I've had more good experiences there than bad, but I honestly don't eat there a ton. I go there a lot because it's a great place to meet friends for drinks. Granted, I have not done that in... Wow. I think it was right before the pandemic happened was the last time that I really hung out there and had drinks with friends. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I always use Geyser Point. It's a great place to relax towards the end of the night. Not a lot of people there, but I guess during the day for for your food, it's also a, a very good option. But I think that's all we have for reviews this week. And hopefully next week we'll have a lot more current reviews for you that are right up to date, but we'll just have to wait and see if that actually happens. But I hope you still enjoyed what we had to offer you today. And if you did, one more time, please remember, if you want to support us, you can do so by booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. And you can get that free no obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Then also, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, specifically, please make sure to leave us those positive ratings and reviews. I want to give a shout out this week to to Team Bowman for the fun five-star review, as well as CNAST33 and Disneyland Dinna, but I believe it's Donna. But if I was wrong about Donna, then 
Well, I was wrong about that. But thank you all for the great five-star reviews. Really appreciate it. It uh, will hopefully lead one or two more people out there to finding this show and, and just getting absorbed in the world of Disney and food and dining and all that goodness. But thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope everyone out there has a great week, and I will be back next week with more food fun. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>